Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. It's time for SEC play, Ron. Thoughts? Yeah. I've been waiting on it. I'm loving it. I can't wait. Like, it's, it's, I, and I think all of, all of the SEC, since we ain't got nobody playing in the, the championship game, everybody's ready for it at this point. Like, it's, Kind of watch the way, hurry up and move on. And hopefully, man, I know it. And it's not just SEC fans, but Commissioner Sankey, I think, has got a lot pushed into this one, man, hoping that we can get a team to the final four. And I think you have a opportunity, man, with, with this SEC season. And Tennessee's right up there, creme de la creme of this group, you know, that's, that's vying for one of those final four spots. Hey, let me – can I jump in real quick here, Caleb? I'm sorry, but um, with the – you. The college basketball regular season has waned. I think we can all agree with that because of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Do you, as a basketball guy, are you concerned that the 12-team playoff could take even more attention away from basketball in the month of December? Uh, I, I think so, um, unless it's done, unless the regular season of basketball is done kind of like it was this last month of December. I thought it was some really good matchups across the landscape of it. Like, yes, some Blue Bloods playing earlier on – um, and then there's I also like the conference challenges. I think we've been waiting on the SEC ACC challenge for quite some time. Um, and it was good to see that in the spot of right after the SEC championship. So you had a little break with some bowl games that you don't really know what matters, not what really what the college football playoffs. So you had those fan bases tuning in, but I think everybody else was kind of watching through in that during that gap. And I think if you could space it out. Like that, I also believe, man, Peter Burns came up with a great idea. Like, you should push the basketball season back um, if if you wanted to, you know what I mean, and let it run on into um, May. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that, that would be great, too. So it's no overlapping. You know, everybody gets this right for attention, and you're not scrambling for, for fans to be watching. But I like what I like what I saw this last December. I thought it was that was impressive. It was some, and it helps when you got competitive teams. It was more competitive this year as well. Note to self, trademark May Madness. 
Oh, get on it early. Oh, that's much better. Also, I mean, just for the Amen. mental health of <laughs> I mean, I, I know Ron, he knows how to turn a buck. He's sitting there thinking, I'm gonna beat Dave to this. Yeah. <laughs> also, for the mental health of reporters like us three who cover these sports, uh, Rod, yeah. I would have to say that. I've always hated that March Madness aligns with the start of spring practice. That's just too much happening at one time. Mm -hmm. And you can mm -hmm. get it done in May before the College World Series starts in baseball. Like, you can just have yep. it all together. So Then at the right, same time, man, like, to scratch that itch, uh, I'll always, like, the last probably eight to ten years, like, I'm a Masters fan. Like, and it kind of slides over into the Masters a little bit. Like, I, I want to watch the Masters, too, and not worry about what's going on, so. Yeah, man, it's, yeah. it's a lot to cover, man, when you're talking about all these sports overlapping. Yeah, totally agree. Um, Ron, I wanted to dive in a little bit, zone in on Tennessee, because they uh, have what many people will be consider a solid test on Saturday, and Ole Miss is their right. SEC opener. But you tell me, I'm not so sure Ole Miss is that much of a test. I know they're 13-0 and and number 22, but you know they're 84th in Ken Palm rankings right now? Yeah. And they are... They haven't played a soul. They're that type of team that you know those teams, Ron, that they could have like 26 wins at the end of the year and still not make the NCAA tournament because their yeah. schedule was so bad. Yeah. So what do you think – how do you think Ole Miss will test them? Man, I, I was I was reluctant to give them props um, until I was able to see them and I saw them personally and they passed the eye test for me, man, especially the, the styles that um, – the styles that Tennessee plays and Ole Miss plays I don't think, you know, when you're going up against – I think Tennessee can play different styles. I think Ole Miss needs to stick to their style to be – to win these games. Um, like them going up against an Alabama that wants to get up and down and shoot threes, I don't think that'll bode well for them. Um, or Florida, I don't think it'll – Arkansas, maybe if Arkansas is not hitting threes. But um, watching them, man, it's – do they take on the personality of their coach? And regardless of whatever Chris Beard got going on, when he get – um, in that in, the, in that team facility and in those white lines, man, dude is a he's a monster. He's a monster, and you can see it coming out of his players. I think I saw um, a cover that wasn't left bare by Kermit Davis, and he picked it up. He got some guys to transfer in. Allen Flanagan is playing with a newfound level, like he had his sophomore at Auburn before he got hurt. Like this guy, he's tough, man. Like they get to their spots. They got a four-headed monster on the outside um, and two seven-footers inside. It's going to be tough. I, I I don't think they're a great shooting team, even though they've been shooting lights out like the last four or five games. Um, so can they carry over onto the road against a quad one team that's going to close out with a hand up? You know what I'm saying? The teams that they played before, they closed out, but they ain't got no hand up. They're almost daring them to shoot, and they're making it. So um, athleticism. And then I think the biggest thing, um, you see the accountability. That they're holding each other to, like it was a it was a dust up in the game versus Bryant, um, between the the point guard for Ole Miss and um, one of Bryant's players, and immediately it was a bench player that was in the game from Ole Miss, and immediately he went and grabbed him, and everybody huddled up at half court, and you could hear him talking to him like, "Hey, dog, we don't need this, man. Like we got a way bigger goal. You know what I mean? Come on, leave that alone, man. We got stuff we trying to work on. Stay focused on what we're doing." And I thought that was. That was key. So anytime you can coach yourselves and the coach don't have to get on to you, you gotta, you gotta, you, you got something set up, man, when it comes to leadership that's unquestioned. So I think that's big now. You gotta take it on the road and win against a quad one team, a top 10 team. And I think that's gonna be difficult. Do I think they're in the same stratosphere as Tennessee? No, I don't. But um 
Man, they they they're gonna be a tough out. They're so athletic. Good gosh, Morrell has he's probably one of the most talented guards in the SEC without question. Matt Morrell, you know what I mean, and and uh, coupled with Flanagan, I'm telling you, Flanagan's playing at a whole different pace right now, man. Okay, uh, I kind of agree with you on that. Um, so that's going to be interesting to watch from Tennessee side, though. Mm -hmm. We saw Zakai Siegler, man. He's it's like he's fully back and healthy, balling, and I think, and you're right. And the interior presence is starting to help Tennessee a lot from three. Yep, because it's clearing things out. However, I was big on Jonas Andrew a month ago. I'm starting to think maybe Toby Walk is the guy because I've just got to be honest, Ron. <laughs> if a fight breaks out underneath the basket. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather Toby Awaka be down there than Jonas Adu? Yeah, no, hell yeah. Uh yeah. I want I want Jonas Adu to be the lookout because he's he's tall. He can look over everybody. Like tell us how many coming. You know what I mean? We're gonna battle these ones right here in this fox, this foxhole. You look out and make sure you can see how many people coming if we need some more help or something. But Toby is a different guy. And, and, and honestly, Kato, think about this, man. That is a great problem to have. You saw the emergence of Jonas Adu. Now you're starting to see Toby Awaka. When I was walking into the SEC season, I'm looking at it as, man, I don't know what the depth is like in the front court. That was the only thing that was that was worrying me. But to see a walker take that another another step and get comfortable in being able to get the ball and use a move like out because you're undersized. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be playing like against Ole Miss with two seven footers. You got to be able to use your body, carve out space. Um, find angles and different things. And he's looked like he's starting to do that, and he's relentless on the board. So that's what I was scared of. I thought that's where we fell victim early on in the season um, against Purdue, against Kansas. It was the front court depth. You know, one of those guys foul out or some of that nature. The second guy's not really ready to come in. He got to get warmed up, get going. You don't see that no more. It's when when they do it, ain't got it going. You can bring Tobey in, and you're not missing a beat. And that's that's beautiful to see. So, um, and I still want to see one more. I still want to see one more guy take that step, whether it's Estrella or K. Phillips. Somebody else got to take that step. But I like where it is now. So I I, I totally agree with you. Tobey man is. I, I thought I, I I'm a big fan of guys that play on the national team, regardless of the age, under eighteen, under twenty, under nineteen, NBA, uh, uh, Olympic team, whatever it is. You never come back at the same level you always go up a level and i think you're seeing that with toby walker playing against pros um from other countries and he's brought that in he's in, in a comfortable space right now anatomy of an ad subconsciously trigger emotions through music perfect define an opportunity imagine talking to millions of people across the u.s like i am now identify a problem creating an audio ad is time consuming offer a solution utilize cutting edge ai Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. 
Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Ron, I don't want anybody to get fired. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. What you yeah. about to say then? <laughs> well, I just, I feel like there are times that kind of dead man walking or dead woman walking. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say that about Kelly Harper. I do. I, I really, mm. really do. But it just doesn't feel like it's going to work out. I mean, if you had a better mortgage payment, or is Tennessee looking for a new Lady Vols coach in the offseason? Oh, I'm right there with you, Hook, man. Good gosh. When you talk about what a Lady Vol embodies, um, discipline, leadership, um, being able to take a step um, if you need to reset, resetting, taking a deep breath, going at it again, never giving up. Like she embodies all of this. Something is not translating to the court, to the players, to the court. Um, You look around the league, I don't think Tennessee's ever been – the Lady Vols have ever been in a situation where they've been strapped for talent. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's – and this is no knock to any of them. I I think all of them are worthy of it, man, and they're giving their all for it. But look around the SEC, you're like, dang, that that look like our Lady Vols. Like they used to look. You know what I'm saying? Like – one or two, like you, it was never just one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was never just one or two. It was you got four or five, man, and you don't know what this class is gonna be coming in next year. It's it's different, man. And I think um Coach Kelly, man, is she's in a situation where she came from what was it, uh Southeast Missouri or South Missouri, how you say it? Southeast Seymour. Missouri State, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so coming from there and you get to this stage. And the way you won that was she was very successful. I'm not sure you can win that way in the SEC. You kind of got to tweak some things. You know what I mean? And it kind of shows in the in the wins and losses. But, man, I, I don't want to say that either, man. But if I had to put stock in it, I think they may be looking. And you start to look around, man, to everybody hitting on these first-time coaches. Um, I thought that Carol Lawson um, situation was a big one. I like I love Carol Lawson. That was in my class in 99. So I'm gonna be biased. But I thought that was a, a, a big situation, man. If a trigger would have been pulled to get her, you go get her, man. So then I hope Kelly can get it together. But man, if I had to put a little stock in it, I might I might get somebody else to put it put some stock in it in another name. So it ain't gonna be my name, but I think I would reap the benefits on this Fair one. Enough. Yeah. Um Ron, there's there's a, a couple of things that I think are really working against Kelly Harper right now. Mm-hmm. On top of just the on-court reference, one, Danny White himself is the best hirer of coaches around, and he knows he's the best hirer of coaches around. And his strength has actually been women's basketball. Um, yeah. Felicia Leggett Jack, he found her out of yeah. nowhere when he was at Buffalo, yeah. and uh, I forget the UCF coach, but she's another. She was another gem of a hire when he was down there. Mm-hmm. And but then the other thing is you brought it up. I mean, Kara Lawson is, she is working, she's recruiting on the level of UConn right now at Duke, and she's 
and she's coaching them well. And then she, yeah, and she is one of the smartest people to ever be in basketball. So, yeah. I mean, it, you're, isn't when when tides like like that happen? Is it it's it's hard to stay around if you're just doing okay, right? You can't just do okay, right? It it, it is, man, and you got to look at it. And Kelly honestly is a victim of her own success. Like she set that bar, you know what I'm saying? Like it it not not taking anything from Pat. Man, I mean she she had to give it to the players, and I'm I'm sure she would always say, man, this is my players that went out and did it. So Kelly's a part of that foundation that was able to carry it on past that torch, uh, and. The bar is set because of her. And I, I mean, to a, a, a human being, like looking in the mirror, I think she would say, man, I, I don't feel like I'm getting it done. You know what I'm saying? I am most definitely trying, and I'm not going to stop. But injuries play a part. All of this transfer portal takes, plays a part. But, man, at the end of the day, in this business, the way college landscape is today and the way the women's game is growing, I think that's the other part. The women's game is growing so rapidly that that Lady Vols brand cannot be left behind. It's, it's no way possible. You can't let South Carolina, LSU take off, UConn, Louisville. But just, like you can't let these schools – Ohio State just landed a big one in Jelani Cambridge. Like, like it's, And it's some, it's some ones that I, I know Coach Kelly is working with to be able to get, um, like Lauren Housel, who will be a dynamic – dynamic get uh Trent House's daughter who's a sophomore but it's a um it's a lot of people that she can get man man you got to go get them you got to land them because talent is everything look what Dawn is doing man look what Mulka is doing like it's you can't be left behind not not the Lady Vols uh, Vols basketball we can fall in the wayside a little bit Tennessee football you can fall in the wayside and try to dig yourself back out Lady Vols they, they man they did it <laughs> they did this let, let me ask you this because an elite job is one that you can call anybody and they're going to pick up the phone and have a serious conversation mm -hmm. so so much expectations such an incredibly yeah. large shadow cast by pat summit is tennessee an elite job or do the expectations of the fan base make potential coaches wary um I think it's an elite job, um, especially in that realm, just because of what she already set up. Um, you look at it and you think about just the different levels that it went to um, and the support that she got. Like you could easily walk into a Tennessee program and get to asking questions about the football, asking questions about men's basketball, so forth and so on. And then when you get to the Lady Vols program, this stands alone. Like I, I don't, I don't, you working all the way from the eighties all the way up to today. It's, you start talking Lady Vols, like, just look across the college landscape. Who else is saying lady in front of their names? It's the Lady Vols. Like, they were able to hold on to it for a reason. So, it's it's a program, man, and yes, it's tough. Hell yeah, because they've been winning. Like, <laughs> you feel you feed your belly. You feel, you feel your belly up with, that, with them championships. It don't feel good, man, when you just win an SEC championship. Like, you want to go be being in the Final Four. Like, it's different. It's different. No, I do I think that you pick up the phone for anybody, though, and they're going to answer. They're at least listening. And if you, you get them on campus. Go, do you think so, they could go hire Carol Lawson tomorrow? I think Coach K would have something to say about that. But, see, that's what I'm saying. You're getting a pull from a different direction when you talk about Duke. 
It's going to take a Coach K to come in there and say, hey, we're going to give you all the resources too. We're going to lose you. But if it, if the Lady Vols hold true to what it is, hell yeah. That's a dream job for Carol Lawson. She ought to, wow. like, she, I, I would think, I would think. We get inside. You couldn't bring, you couldn't no. bring it. You couldn't bring a championship as a player. What's the next best thing? Bring it as a coach. That's true. Ron, um, do you think one of the things that what, – what, I want to talk a little bit X's and O's with Kelly Harper mm. and the, the way she coaches because uh, it's not like – you know I don't think any of us think that she doesn't know basketball. She knows it. She's yeah. forgotten more than I'll ever learn. Do you think one of the problems sometimes with Summit, Pat Summit protégés, and Carol Lawson is not showing this, but it's that they're – the style of coaching that Pat Summit employed isn't as effective in women's basketball anymore because there was such an emphasis on crowding the paint with defense and rebounding that I don't you think doesn't it seem like Kelly Harper's too committed to that, which was from the 90s style and even the 2000s with Candace Parker. But the game women's basketball hasn't it gone the way of the men's game at this point where it's a lot more fluid and spread out than it used to be. The biggest yeah. star is Caitlin Clark for a reason. Right, and I, and I think that's what Tennessee is missing. You're missing that person that you can say, move, get out the way, and the floor is going to be space, go get you a bucket. And then on the defensive end, I think you also, yeah, I think you're also looking at it on the defensive end, and you usually have somebody to patrol the paint as, as you did back in the past, but it was like a lot more crowded. And if you get to the point where you can space the floor, yeah, you got to get those type of players that match that style of play. Like even the to me, even the players don't really match that style of play. You know what I mean? You still had to be quick twitch, athletic, switching one through five. You know what I'm saying? Like Tamika catches, they can go small and let catch play the five. Candace Parker could switch out and go guard a three. You know what I'm saying? Like you you had the fighters, but you had those type of athletes as well. So I think that's the to me, that's the biggest part. If you you gotta you gotta establish what that lady ball prototype player looks like and be able to go get them. I think that's where you're lacking at. You know what I mean? And there's no not because you got some really good players. You got some really good players, but they to me, they do one thing well. You know what I'm saying? Whatever they may be, whether it's shooting, whether it's handling the ball, whether it's finishing, whether it's rebounding, whether it's blocking. Like the balls do a lot of things. They're interchangeable. When you look over the years, successful teams had interchangeable players. It was never just one person that's going to be the one. And what well, if they get covered up, we're going to let somebody else handle the rock. You know what I'm saying? You go play the two. It's fine. So I think that that's the talent, man. Ron, great stuff as always. You're on 104.5 The Zone from noon. To, I'm sorry, from <clears throat> 3 to 7 Central? Six? Yeah, it's, it's 7 is after party. That's a little bonus, after party. Little bonus it's for your body. Shots, 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 <laughs> shots. A lot going on. In a, yeah, it's wild. All right, so um, and then we can follow you uh, on, on the Twitter and uh, we we appreciate you each and every week. Brought to you by Dynasty Pools and Spas. Thank you, sir. No doubt, man. I know a lot of people to the Vol Nation, man. A lot of people been hitting me asking, man, are they gonna put you on the game at, at, in 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 Knoxville? I'm begging them to, y'all. It's not me, believe me. Well, when, let... when, when, when do you get the call? I, I mean, I... is it like Saturday morning? They say, hey. We need you at TBA or Food City or whatever the hell that's called. We need you in aisle nine to call the game. Yeah, I mean, they gave me the schedule, man. And Wednesday and Saturdays, they got me in studio. Hopefully something comes along where they say, you know what? Let's put them on a game this week. So we'll see, let's man. Let's do a three-person three broadcast because Rod and Dane Bradshaw could both be color guys. Because Dane, Dane would be like the Kenny Smith to your Charles Barkley. Dane is so savvy. Good God, Dane is savvy, man. I, I love talking to dude. That's my guy. I've been taking so many notes after Dane, but don't tell him that, though. 
Oh, you passed Dane. It's, 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 Dane's in the rear view. It's, it's Billis. It's up front. Got to go get him, baby. Got to go uh, get him. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.